guards, guards, they are running on muck in my palace. Arrest them. <laughs> wow. A quote from the queen to start us off. Yes. I thought it was fitting. In that order. Now, what did we watch this week, Sid? <laughs> this week, we watched my side piece, Hit the Lotto, available to stream on Amazon Prime, written and directed by Dewey Allen, starring Mando Allen, Raheem Allen, Badass Cutie, and Mama D. Let's start the show. <laughs> the new Chitlin Circuit. Welcome back to the new Chitlin Circuit, the only podcast dedicated to Black Indies only. My name is Lex. And I'm Sid. And each week, we review a Black independent or low-budget movie just for y'all. All All right, y'all. I'm not going to waste no time this week. We're going to get into it with our 60-second challenge. Every week, we have a very special sponsor for this segment. And this week, I want to introduce y'all to them. Go ahead, get you a mirror. Because it's you. (laughs) Y-O-U. You good? (laughs) I didn't expect you to. That's good. You add some spice to that every week. That's good. We appreciate y'all for tuning in every single Monday and continuing to support the show. Uh, if you are so willing, while I have you, go ahead and leave a five-star review on Apple Podcast and a comment. All right. Back to it. Alexis, are you ready to explain the plot of My Side Piece Hit the Lotto? In 60 seconds or less. And you know what? I'm going to give you an extra five seconds this week because this movie had a lot going on. That is so gracious, Sydney. Thank Thank you. you. We're almost 50 episodes in and I've earned an extra five seconds for this movie and this movie alone. Okay. I'm ready. This is 65 second challenge this week. 65. All right. Okay. Go. Okay, down in Baton Rouge, uh, Ebony and Deshaun, uh, who is cousins, I believe, a brother and sister or something, mm-hmm. they is they is thieves. <laughs> they go and rob uh, liquor stores and corner stores. And mm-hmm. in this movie, what starts everything off, they trying to hit a lick to steal a bunch of lottery tickets. But the things go left and Deshaun gets locked up. Mm-hmm. Ebony don't care, though. Um, <laughs> she does bail him out, but she has to borrow money from Buster, who is uh, like uh, uh, Debo from Friday. This whole movie is kind of like a Friday um, <laughs> like riff. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. um, Buster also rides a little little ass bike little throughout bike. the hood, and he big as hell. Um, so now they owe Buster five thousand dollars, but they ain't got no money. Um, mm-hmm. Whole time <laughs> they live with their grandma, who is the candy lady, who lives next door to Mama D and Pokey mm-hmm. Bear, <laughs> who is a, a real musician in the South, um, mm-hmm. who makes music, and we will discuss that. Um, and Pokey Bear is. I know you lying. <laughs> I didn't even describe wish, half of this movie. <laughs> I wish I wish I was. <laughs> Bitch, I know you lying. <laughs> that was like 30 seconds. <laughs> that was the full minute and five seconds. But go ahead. You can't continue. hold this against me. You continue. cannot hold that against me. You know what? <laughs> 
you know what? This <laughs> this movie had a lot going on. So against my better judgment, this will not go against the three strikes uh, for the season. <laughs> Thank you. We'll just put an asterisk on it, and <laughs> I'll finish describing the movie. But I, I really that felt like thirty seconds to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, Pokey Bear and Mama D is together, but then you find out Mama D is actually Pokey Bear's side piece, mm. and he two time her. He got two different names. He got a wife, um, yeah. and he also has some type of back deal with some lawyer slash judge slash I don't understand. And yeah. Mama D hit the lotto, so Pokey Bear has been living large off of her. Uh, <laughs> like, I, girl, I don't damn know. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into it, Let's Sydney. Get in. This is where to our loyal listeners. I know y'all hear me say this every week. I say, now that y'all know what happened in the movie, but y'all don't <laughs> damn know. <laughs> and this is also where I usually say, you know, go ahead, watch the movie, then come back. Don't do that. Listen to this first <laughs> before you go and watch my side piece hit the lotto. Now. What I'm still going to say and still is going to be true is let's get into our general thoughts on the movie. Yes. <laughs> Sydney, what did you think of My Side Piece Hit the Lotto? Mm-hmm. Your uh, pick. My, this was my pick. I will let, yes, let the record show this was my pick. Um, I've never seen a movie made without a script, but just vibes. And I think <laughs> this is what this is what happened. I feel like whatever was written down for people to go with, it was just scenarios and y'all, you know, do what you want to do. It seemed like a lot of improv. And in some places it did make for some funny moments. And others I was just very, very confused because the relationships between some of the characters were very confusing. Like you said, like I didn't realize Mama D was the side piece who hit the lotto until the last 10 minutes. I that thought, was the twist, Sydney. I didn't know it was a mystery. I thought it, it should have been up front. <laughs> like, my side piece hit the lotto and this is my life. That's that's what would make sense in my head from the title of the film. Not that my side piece hit the lotto is a game of Clue. How the hell am I supposed to figure that out? <laughs> so, um, overall, this moment it had some comedic moments. This is definitely uh this is not what I thought it would be like. I thought it was gonna be like on the same scale as like a plug love, which was good. Great storytelling, good acting. This wasn't that. So what did you think about my side piece at the lotta? And we have to say the full title every time we mention it. <laughs> Girl, I'm reading the synopsis on IMDB and they got it wrong. See <laughs> <laughs> Look, Sydney, look. Look, I need to apologize to you right now. And I need to apologize to our loyal listeners. I'm sorry to mm-hmm. y'all as well. Do you want to know mm-hmm. why? I'm sorry. Yes, I would like to know. Because what we is, we less than 10 minutes into the episode, and I can tell you for the rest of this episode, I'm not going to have nothing bad to say about this movie. <laughs> 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 I'm not going to have a damn thing negative to say about it. And... I won't apologize anymore because I already did to to everybody. So that's mm-hmm. that. That's my first note. You know what my second note is on the movie? Please. They call me Pokey. <laughs> <laughs> Big Pokey <laughs> Bell. <laughs> Anything you need, you know that I'll be there. Oh, my God. You know that I'll be 
How could you not love that? You know, I like because there was more music in the movie than there was dialogue. And yeah, it was just a long ad for Pokey Bear's music. Yes, it should have been a stage play. That would have made more sense to me. Mm. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I like this. So, I, look, I really enjoyed this movie. I was fully prepared to rag on it because we purposefully, like, we are aware when a movie might not be the best thing ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're mm-hmm. aware. Sometimes we're pleasantly surprised, to the contrary, and sometimes yeah. we're proved right. You guys have heard both of those situations. Mm-hmm. This, me and Sydney have experienced different uh, reactions to this. I enjoyed every minute of this movie. (laughs) Sydney doesn't seem to have uh, enjoyed it as much. And that's how I feel. (laughs) Look, I'll I'll break it up like this. I had to watch this movie over two days. So I started watching it uh, like one night before I was going to bed. And I said, oh my God, I I can't hear Pokey Bear sing no more damn songs tonight. I'm trying to sleep peacefully. So I cut it off. (laughs) <laughs> Mr. It Ain't Fair. <laughs> and I finished the next day. I <laughs> Look, let's get right on into these scenes. <laughs> Here at the new Chitlin Circuit, we like to start with the opening scene, which I, I want to talk about because yeah. I don't know how you weren't instantly bought in. No, Here. I was. The opening scene, I was. Because okay. it was drama. It was giving me what I like. You know, it the acting seemed fine. You know, it was a little ADR. I was fine with that. But this was, it was interesting. They're starting the movie off with a robbery. I wanted to see what happened. We we get dropped into nighttime in the car with Ebony. She waiting on Deshaun to come out. They hit the lick and she like, oh man, shit, shit, shit. And shit goes mm-hmm. left. So I'm in. I'm yeah. in. Yeah. <laughs> Right? And then we get a long scene of Pokey Bear writing to his own music. This song was called Older Woman. Now, and I like that song. I did like this one. It was a good one. Yeah. And what I need to say about Pokey Bear that I mentioned in the 65 Second Challenge was this is how that music sounds. Like, <laughs> there is an entire vibrant um, underground music scene in the Southeast United States. <laughs> Of music that sounds like this. As you know, I grew up in DeKalb County, Georgia, but I spent all my summers in Alabama. Mm-hmm. So we would take that two and a half hour drive down to Greenville, Alabama. And at, right. certain, at a certain point of the road trip, the radio just kind of stops. Like, <laughs> of course, there mm-hmm. is the radio, but the stations get really bad. You know, mm-hmm. like Atlanta's mm-hmm. got like half of the stations are hip hop stations. <laughs> but like once you get out of Montgomery, once you drive more south of Montgomery, it's maybe one hip-hop station, but it's just really not – the radio is not good. So my mom would have these prepared mixtapes. And when I say tape, I do mean tape um, mm. <laughs> of these assorted classics. And this is how all these songs sound. If you know, like, classic Southern singers like Mel Waiters um, um. or the Williams Brothers, they're gospel singers, but their mm-hmm. music sounds the same. <laughs> yep, yep. Very nostalgic for me. So I'm already bought in because I love country shit. I'm not going to hate on Pokey Bear because I did like the older woman um, song. And then I realized he was talking about Mama D later on. And you know I like Mama D. Uh, <laughs> but why was why they played a whole three-minute song? We had to watch him for three whole minutes driving in the car. It was a music video in the middle of the movie. I mean, that's true of... We said that about... Um, 
what movie? I think it was one of the, some of those Chris Stokes movies that end up being music videos for whatever artist he's clearly peddling. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he in a lot of yeah. heat right now. Mm. I mean, he should be. They should boil his ass. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> this is a no nasty niggas allowed on this yeah, podcast. Yeah. <laughs> no, for but real. Yeah. <laughs> so some drama ensues, whatever. The the really the first 20 minutes of the movie don't matter too much, but we do get introduced to Deshaun. Loved him. Um, I will say that off rip. He was trying to give the movie some zest, some life, something. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I will sh- say about our first introduction to Deshaun, he is he's in jail uh, after getting caught for tr- robbing, I don't know, a liquor store, wherever they was at, trying to get lottery tickets or whatever. Um, it was a very creative prison cell uh, for the yeah. set design. They tried, it was obviously in a house somewhere, but they really tried their <laughs> best with what they had to make a prison cell. And from certain angles and shots, it looked like, a jail shell until they would do like a wide shot and you could see the door leading into the kitchen. But it was very, (laughs) (laughs) it was very creative. And the police officer had on jeans, but (laughs) (laughs) he did. And he had on like, you know, uh, the cab County high school, uh, the officers who they used to have, he had on one of those shirts. Yeah. Whatever they call themselves. He had on one of those shirts, like the high school officers. Um, yeah mm -hmm. um you are absolutely right about that and thank you for giving a little head like a little props to the art department of the movie because i think they Mm -hmm. did a good job as well yeah i do want to jump because the plot in this movie doesn't matter a whole lot the main (laughs) plot is that getting deshaun out of jail made ebony had to borrow five thousand dollars from buster and now they owe buster five thousand dollars right so They at the grandma's house after they get Deshaun out of jail. The grandma's the candy lady. I love that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just don't mm-hmm. see that enough in movies. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> <laughs> and Deshaun really starts to shine for me here because when Ebony is like, so what am you ain't got the money? <laughs> Deshaun starts there's first off, they're chowing down on these freeze cups that I like mean, some people call them Dixie cups. All in the mic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's like So while they chowing down these freeze cups, which are also an overlooked part of African-American culture Mm. (laughs) that needs to be included in movies more. Right. Is this going to come out during Black History Month? Because I feel like this should be. Mm, It is. See, this is a Black History Month moment right here. Go ahead. Fill you up a Dixie cup with your favorite juice, something. Freeze it. Mm -hmm. And then eat that thing later. If if you you really want to celebrate Black history Mm -hmm. this month. Now, we're going to upset the damn, you know, EPA, but a freeze cup is best consumed out of a styrofoam cup. It is. Because <laughs> you can peel it around the mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want to put it in a plastic cup because that's not going to, you're going to cut your lip. Yeah. That ain't cute. <laughs> but while while they're eating these freeze cups, Ebony's like, do you have like the five that you said you had the money so I could pay back Buster? And this nigga starts busting out. In gospel. <laughs> he says, mm, no weapon. <laughs> it's just so perfect. He's so funny. <laughs> he was really funny. And I found his name, too. Uh, the actor's name is Messy C. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> so some riffraff, whatever happens, we get introduced to Pokey Bear. We see that he is married <laughs> to a mm-hmm. young woman. And he is... He's d- 
living a double life. This yes. woman that he's married to knows him as Charles because that's his name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he is with Mama D over on the other side of town. And she know him as, what was it, Lee or some shit like that? Uh it wasn't Dillard. That was the other weird nigga. Uh, who was that, that was the weird name? nigga. Yeah. <laughs> they called him Mr. Weatherspoon. And that wasn't his, like, yes. he was lying. Mm-hmm. It was like classic country, two-timing, uh, no good man stuff. This is, this yeah. is, these are African-American storylines. These are our <laughs> stories. <laughs> this movie is, what did I say? This movie is Negro-based for anyone who needs some content. Sydney, <laughs> it is. I cannot believe you said that. <laughs> Go back and listen to uh, two episodes ago, Brown Girls Begins, <laughs> Cindy talking about a fucking Negro-based movie. What does that mean? <laughs> it's based in Negrodom. Mm. And this is certainly Negro-based. So they get mm-hmm. to the club. I don't know why they went to the club with their grandma, but hey, small town. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the club is really more like a Chili's. Um mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that the bathroom had uh, sisters and brothers uh, on the thing. <laughs> love it. Love it. And there's, I have pulled out so many quotes from this movie because you can't, it's, it's, you can't make this stuff up. So the language in this movie is what I want to talk about. That's where the yeah. real art was, the dialect. And as I told Sydney the other week, I just started watching P Valley. And while I do like the story, mm-hmm. I think it's shot well. I like the characters. The accents are really hard for me to ignore because that's not how country people sound. Like it's just you can tell the actors don't really talk like that. Here mm-hmm. are these people though. <laughs> <laughs> they do. It is natural. The grandma yeah. comes out the bathroom. She says, "Woo, Lord, it smells like Jurassic Park in there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> and then she is fawning over Pokey Bear, which I, it's so clear that Pokey Bear is a part of the production of this movie because they be. is making it seem like he is the finest man on earth. Oh, alive. <laughs> I mean, he's not even like, he's not even really like getting fits off like that. He just look country. Mm-hmm. He, well, he not flashy. I'm going to de- defend Pokey Bear. In the South, that's a fit. <laughs> like the, like Ed Hardy shirt with the jeans like that and some like designer sneakers that are from clearly years ago, like some Prada mm-hmm. sneakers mm-hmm. with a big ass belt buckle and some chains clinking around. <laughs> and don't forget the stunner shades. That's a fit. (laughs) All right, Pokey, I'm going to let you have it. (laughs) And speaking of Southern outfits, like the Southern definition of fly, Dillard's weird ass, his driver, and you know, your your (sighs) chauffeur, your driver is supposed to be like like clean, professional, is wearing an untucked plaid Mm button-up. That is business casual in the South. (laughs) like that is like you and you damn know it like at my if you want to see what a man like (laughs) puts on when he thinks he's supposed to be dressing up come to my family's thanksgiving my entire like all of my male relatives are wearing plaid (laughs) button-ups and you know because if that's business casual you know what business formal is please explain to everyone because i I want to hear this business formal is an untucked white button-up <laughs> with jeans that's oh. formal you clean you can't you can't stop and if you tuck it in that's that's damn near a tuxedo if you tuck in your white button up into your and jeans, your jeans. <laughs> you ready for an interview oh. 
<laughs> well, I do have a question for you, right? Because speaking of like bad accents that well, accents you don't like in P Valley. Let's mm-hmm. talk about Queen Sugar. Also mm-hmm. a show based in the South, Louisiana, and not everyone in the cast are um actually Southern. What do you think about those accents? Like um Ralph Angel. Mm-hmm. I think his is okay. And mostly because he doesn't it's not over exaggerated. Um, like of course when he's like dollar, but like right, right. <laughs> that's not too far off from how someone from that region would talk. You, like you the further south you go, it sounds like you have molasses in your mouth. You just slow mm-hmm. on down and you start talking a little bit like that. Like mm-hmm. it's <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just get slower. Um, but P Valley, I think, bites off more than it can chew with the with the dialect because mm-hmm. it tries to write in exactly what the actor should say, and then they have the actors probably you know practice the accent. So you slap an accent on written words, and you miss a lot of like you can't you can't script the cadence of the speaking. Like you know what I'm saying? That's really like um uh. Their eyes are watching God. The movie when they literally just took everything Zerano yes. Heston wrote, yes. and made Halle Berry say all of that stuff. Yeah, same exact. Yeah, thing. yeah. You can't script like there's certain like uh, the the t- you can't script twang. <laughs> right, right, right. No, it's true. So these accents were great because these people are from this region. Yeah, except for Mama D, she was playing herself. Yes, yes, very much. And I'm so glad you said that because Mama <laughs> D is my next note. I want to talk about a scene. <laughs> Outside the club, after she gets in a dance battle with the grandma in oh front God. of Pokey Bear, <laughs> Mama D comes outside and smokes a joint with Ebony, mm-hmm. who is for some reason talking shit about her grandma, <laughs> which is the most blasphemous thing you can do in the South. Like, why would you be talking about your That's own kinfolk? <laughs> and... They talk about absolutely nothing. <laughs> I, Ebony says something about how you know, this weed hitting ain't it. Mama D agreed. And then they just go on and on and on and on. And I don't even know what that conversation was about. But you know why I loved it? <laughs> because your your face is growing more and more. Because you are realizing that I'm serious. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> you Please. This is why I love that scene because this five minutes of pure nothing doesn't drive the story, doesn't change anything. We don't learn anything. Yeah. Here's why. That's really how it be. <laughs> when you sit down and you talk to an old head, they don't be mm-hmm. saying shit. <laughs> and Mama D, the quote that ends that scene, Mama D says, she takes a puff and she says, mm-hmm, that's how we do it right there in that order. And you know what they call that? And <laughs> Ebony goes, what? And she said, L-I takes another puff, F-E. Life. <laughs> That's exactly oh how they talk, God. bro. You don't be saying shit. <laughs> I tell you this right here, nephew. <gasps> Let me go ahead and tell you this right here. Life will do it to you. What? What? <laughs> what you mean? <laughs> I tried to tell you the food was ready, and you talking about life gonna do me in. What are you talking about? See, no. Mm-hmm. Now, let's talk about Dillard, who... (laughs) (laughs) It's the weirdest nigga in this movie. Dillard's character was the most confusing to me because he was supposed to be some suave, uh, you know, player player, but who was also doing something illegal, but like at a high level, so like some like white man organized crime. 
type situation, but we, it was never fully explained. And I don't know what he was doing, but he <laughs> has some, <laughs> in some ways, also related to the lotto winnings. And he's very rich. And he's mm-hmm. also Ebony's baby daddy because she was his side piece. Yeah. And that's when I thought, I thought she was going to be the side piece who hit the lotto because they got the scratch off. Me too. <laughs> I thought that was going to happen too. <laughs> now, here's what I'm gathering, Sydney. Oh, ooh, y'all. I think we might have did it. This is a sequel, Sydney. Is it? I think we might need to watch My Side Piece, which is the first movie. Came out in 2016. Uh, is Mama D in that too? Because she the side piece. No, girl, this is real art. Carly Red is in it. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to watch that. And the synopsis of my side piece, one sentence says, Dillard, a successful attorney leading a luxurious lifestyle, becomes the target of a scam artist. So I think we get some more information on Dillard in the first movie. And okay. he is still weird, though. But I do like that um, Pokey Bear's real wife, whose name is, I forget, <laughs> I, I couldn't um, tell you. I don't know. Um, she did. Dillard came over because she caught Pokey cheating. Cheating. She caught Pokey mm. cheating, and Dillard came over and she said, "Dillard, get your weird ass out my house." Yeah. <laughs> so I'm glad that it's addressed. That's one of my favorite lines. I have that. The man, every conversation he had, his eyes was closed. Did you notice that? He yes. never opened his eyes the whole movie. What? Who are you talking so to? So strange. And he so talked weird. like this. And he said, yeah. okay. Like, you're just you're so strange. <laughs> yeah. Now, before we even can really get into the flow of the movie at this point, we get pulled into another Pokey Bear video because he's washing his car to, they oh, call wow. me Pokey. <laughs> Big Pokey, Pokey Bear. <laughs> you really vibing to this, though. That's what, I, I played it like three times after I watched the movie, bro. Oh it's a banger. <laughs> it's got a remix with a, another famous Southern artist, Tucker, not Tucker, Tucker. <laughs> and mm. he he on the remix. They call me Tucker. <laughs> you gotta you gotta hear this shit. It's good. I'm gonna go check it out. I'm gonna go give uh Pokey Bear one spin. He can get one stream from me this year. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Tell tell him Lex sent you. <laughs> I will. I will. I'm going to tweet Pokemon. So he's washing his car to his to this song for like another two or three minutes for no reason. And this is when we get back into the Buster storyline. Because now what Ebony yeah. and Deshaun realize is that they need to go rob somebody. They need to rob Peter to pay Paul. They need to rob yeah. somebody to pay him. <laughs> yeah. And at this point in the movie, mind you, we are like 40 minutes in. And I still don't know who the side piece is that hit the lotto. <laughs> I definitely don't know either. <laughs> At this point, yeah, because I thought it was going to be, I thought Ebony was, <laughs> like, I didn't know. Any, like, I don't understand this movie at all, but I loved it. At all. <laughs> so, they go, they split this, and now there's a white uh, crackhead <laughs> in the mix mm-hmm. <laughs> for some reason. Um, <laughs> there's always one. Alexa, there got to be one. There's always one white crackhead. You got to have them. And they did nothing but um, verbally abuse this white woman the whole My, damn movie. I took this note down. What Deshaun told this white woman, I for, I don't I forgot the circumstance, but uh, Buster <laughs> had came by the mm-hmm. Ebony Deshaun and the white chick are all outside talking or whatever, and Deshaun is like pissed off, and he said, 
you ramen noodle, kaboom king, vitamin eating bitch. <laughs> this movie has literally the worst subtitles I've ever seen because I took the same exact note and I got, I have different words. <laughs> what do you have? <laughs> Mine says, you ramen noodle, kaboodle ass bitch. <laughs> I think yours is probably right. I just, <laughs> I didn't replay it. I just said to keep going. <laughs> he also, in that very same scene, in that very same scene, looks her dead in the eyes and says, stupid white bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm telling you. It wasn't no script written for this. They said, do what you want. Deshaun didn't need a script. Also, the next quote. Okay, because let's get into this part. Because they all, all three of them split up and try and hit a lick to get this $5,000. Ebony Uh ass get $75 damn dollars. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I wrote, Ebony hit a $75 lick. What? That's not a lick, bitch. That's an accounting (laughs) error. That's not a lick. (laughs) And then I... I also didn't understand the same way in acrimony. How did she get on the boat? How did Deshaun get out of Pokey's get out house? The house? How? <laughs> Even though I will say that scene, I took a note. Uh, the POV for like that break in was it was done really well because we don't see Deshaun. We just see you know. I guess the camera is his vision, and we're seeing him snoop around the house. That was that was a cool choice and trick. It was done well. I think you like this movie. Uh, I wouldn't say all of that. But there are moments I liked in it, like I just noted. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then, so at the end, at the end of like the heists, when they come back together, <laughs> which is where he called her a ramen noodle kabuto ass bitch. <laughs> Another quote that I have is, this is quote. <laughs> she says, I'm Ebony Badass Cutie Jackson. I don't need. <laughs> and I just couldn't help but think about the picture. The year is 2011. This is before the parents get on Facebook. Everybody has a quote middle name where you be Antoine Ben Bowdit Phillips or <laughs> Janetta Ain't Never Scared Robinson. <laughs> and Ebony Badass Cutie Jackson. Cutie. <laughs> that took me out of here. I'm Ebony Badass Cutie Jackson. <laughs> Oh, my God. Now, Sydney, I have something to say. (laughs) This you probably didn't expect either, but my whole review of this movie, I don't think you expected. I really didn't. (laughs) Now, Miss Badass Cutie is just so happens to be exactly the type of woman that I would like to, um, I I would love to go to the Rib Shack with. Uh, Wow, okay, I didn't expect it to go here at all. Uh, So continue. Everybody know what I like. (laughs) Miss Badass Cutie, if you're listening, just go ahead, hit me up. You know, I don't know if you get down like that, but respectfully, um, (laughs) I like ribs. You probably like ribs. uh, So we could probably get a plate after the pandemic. My treat. Wow. Yeah. Also, shout out to Pokey for me. Like, tell him. Because <laughs> they call me Pokey. I can't. <laughs> Thank you for Look, giving me that time to shoot my shot at Badass Cutie. I didn't know it was going there. You, you sprung that on me. I didn't think you was going to do that. So, hmm. Yeah. You know what else this movie is? Other than a... Mm, like a capsule, a pure distillation of African-American folklore. (laughs) (laughs) 
It is also. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. Because how much farther are you going to take this? Because, okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> Folklore. Yes. Sydney, Sydney, Sydney. Zora Neale Hurston's stories had the same shit in it. <laughs> no, it didn't. No, you telling me that's more folklore because she wrote it down and she didn't make a movie? <laughs> yes. Had Zora Neale Hurston made movies, it would have been in, it would have been this. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'll give you that. <laughs> now, other than you know a, a stunning piece of African American storytelling, um, <laughs> this movie is also it's also an examination mm-hmm. of how niggas lie. <laughs> Ooh, now that's true. Yeah. Okay, I see you going somewhere now. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna let yeah. you please. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pokey Bear's wife says, you know, this is classic. She got his receipts, like Whitney Houston. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, and now you and your friends went out to eat. <laughs> if six of y'all were there, boy, you a pretty chief. <laughs> Whitney had to lay it out. <laughs> <laughs> no, she has his receipt, his credit card receipt. And he, she is like, what were you doing at the Baton Rouge Hotel yeah. with the honeymoon suite and the champagne? And he's and looking at chocolates. her nodding the whole time. And the chocolates and the strawberries. And this, you know what this nigga said? This nigga said, it wasn't no strawberries. <laughs> you ain't got nothing to say about you being there and spending your money. It's going to, it wasn't no strawberries. Wasn't no stra- <laughs> Because let me tell you, because strawberries, we mentioned this, uh, what was the episode? Angrily ever, Angrily ever After. Strawberries and chocolate immediately make something too sexy for Gen X. And that would make, you know, the wife assume he was cheating if he had strawberries. So by him eliminating mm. the strawberries from the conversation, it was platonic because it was just chocolate and champagne and a honeymoon mm. suite. Uh, Sydney, you... You really mm-hmm. understand the boys. You understand mm-hmm. what niggas be. Because you're right. That's probably what he was thinking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I just, I think this was more of, this is like a a contribution to the, an anthology, a long history of niggas just oh, lying God. unprovoked. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. No, that was, that? that was good. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you? <laughs> I, I apologized good. at the top of the episode because I said you're I wasn't right. going to have nothing bad to say. <laughs> you're right. You're right. You You did say that. And you sticking to it, too. You're right. Yeah. Cindy, there are no negative notes. In my, I don't have any. To- <laughs> I mean, I don't have any negative notes. All, all of my notes, I'm going to show you, it's a lot of exclamation points and questions. <laughs> I see. <laughs> <laughs> Look, um, I do want, I do have some funny quotes from the movie I took down. Um, the only one I got was Rama Noodle Caboodle ass bitch, whatever you said. <laughs> <laughs> that was so good. I, mean, I have several. Um... <laughs> Just, I think this movie was just so accurate, though, for the for the location. The music sounds like that. The clothes mm-hmm. really look like that. Uh, exactly what Ebony Badass Cutie Jackson was wearing is how, uh, like, is how a country bad bitch dresses. Like, <laughs> that's literally mm, how they dress. That's true. <laughs> and one part, the grandma, she while flirting with Pokey Bear, she's like, no, I was married to my husband, Johnny Lee, for 26 <laughs> years. <laughs> yeah. Niggas really be named Johnny Lee. Johnny Lee, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's, I think it's just in a small southern town. There are just so many biblical male names. There's so many Johns, James, mm. like got like Paul. So many yeah. 
that you, you have to start referring people to like both names. Where I'm yeah. from, Johnny Ray, uh, Johnny Fagan. <laughs> he don't got a middle name. Mm. He just say his last name. Mm. Uh, John John Lee. We don't. There's no Johnny Lee. Yeah, you mm-hmm. just all these names. So I just really appreciated the accuracy. You know, we got to look into because uh, this was produced by the Allen Brothers, and mm-hmm. a few of them are in the movie. Um, Dillard is uh, Mondo or Mando Allen. Uh, so we oh. will see what Osha got coming around here. Cause okay, Alexa is a fan of your work. Yes, I'm a fan of this. <laughs> I do want to speaking of Dillard. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna run down these quick these quotes, and I'm gonna start with the one from Dillard. The funniest thing he said. They're in the back of a limo. He's with some um, ladies, and he says Mermosa. <laughs> Mermosa. <laughs> he said, I'm glad you've been that. enjoying these mermosas. Because <laughs> that. that's how, when niggas try to be proper, that's how he's <laughs> Mermosa. It is how he's <laughs> and now, when as soon as the Ooh. pandemic is over and we at brunch Sydney, I'm ordering a we mermosa. We get you mermosa. <laughs> that's that mm-hmm. one. And then I already said, Dilla, get your weird ass out my house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Deshaun gave us this gem at the club. He says, niggas is like pit bulls. They'll fuck you and duck you. <laughs> niggas is dogs. They like pit bulls. <laughs> They'll fuck you and duck you. <laughs> Next. Um, this was... <laughs> who was it? Pokey Bear said this after Mama D embarrassed him and almost shot him in front of the neighborhood <laughs> and had him walking down the street with no shoes on. <laughs> Pokey Bear said, Lord, will you please help me? Because when I get this bitch, it's going to be a situation. <laughs> That's the funniest Negro shit to say. It's going to be a situation. It's going to be a situation. <laughs> or it's going to be a problem. Because... Oh, God. And the last thing I have, because the movie ends on a cultural note. Um, <laughs> number one, it's a callback to Friday once again because there's a kid named Lil Worm because he looks like yeah. Big Worm, mm-hmm. and his mama is there and she's always on the phone and yeah. she says, "Go <laughs> shut your mouth." As is how I typed it out. <laughs> and the note I have there is just the sheer amount of times and the sheer volume that I heard that at in my home, <laughs> like mm. on the phone, just mm-hmm. trigger, call back. It was just very, <laughs> very nostalgic for me. So, yes, those are the quotes I have from my side piece at the lotto. Wow, that was thorough. Um, the last thing I want to bring up, because I relate to this um, flirting over chicken, because I, <laughs> I really do enjoy chicken. So, Granny that lived next door, she notices that Pokey Bear has returned to his side piece's home, Mama D, with a box of fried chicken. And so she texts him on the side and she goes, oh, I see you got some chicken uh, you want to share. And that's something that I would text a boy who I uh, liked and saw had some chicken. So I just want to call that out because I think it's a good technique, ladies. If you like chicken and you see the boy that you like and you want some chicken, but you know, you're trying to really flirt, ask him for some chicken. It was successful. She did get the D. She did. She said something after that, too, that was crazy. Um, I let it on him. Now I got him limping or something like that. Like she in the bed smoking a cigarette. She did. The grandma was wild in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, the movie then ends with no resolution. No, no. one hits the lotto. The, the, the crackhead hits on a scratch off for $5,000, which is, I mean, she it clearly... 
immediately spends it on some bullshit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. they never paid back Buster. Yep. <laughs> um, we don't understand anything about this deal that Dillard was on about. Yeah. And Pokey's wife never found out he was creeping. That was it. Y'all, that, that was really it. You know what we needed? Just like Friday, we needed mm-hmm. some end scenes with like, you know, like uh, freeze frames of each character to say. We did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've never requested that out of a movie before. But <laughs> this movie needed it. They could have added that yeah. in. They did all this extra sh- Yeah. Pokey Bear, you know, handled his situation with Mama D. Something. I would have... <clears throat> Yeah, Pokey yeah. Bear now living with Granny. I don't know. I, w- I would have liked to see some of that. Yeah. But, you know, they wrote the credits and they gave us, you know what they gave us? They call me Pokey. <laughs> <laughs> Big Pokey Bear. <laughs> <laughs> Anything you need, you know I will be there. <laughs> Come you on. You really did stream that song. Pokey. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. It Ain't Fair. <laughs> oh, okay. Wow. Now, Sydney, I have a question for you. <laughs> yeah. This should be fun because I don't know what the hell you could possibly say. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> who came to act? All right. I'm not, I'm not even going to hold you. I'm going to keep it real short this week, real cute. Um, there's only one actor this week who I think deserves this award. And that's Messi C, uh, a.k.a. Deshaun. Uh, everything that I wrote about in my notes, he was involved. Um, he won, you know, alone. Rama Canoodle eating that bitch, whatever he said to that girl. Uh, that, <laughs> that's Oscar worthy, brother. So keep acting. Uh, Messi, I hope I'm saying your name right. And you are nominated this week for the Who Came to Act Award. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, there's no possible. There's nobody I could possibly nominate as a runner-up or anything like that. Um, yeah. Congratulations to you, Mr. Messy C. Um, hilarious, talented, and a bad mm-hmm. bitch. Yeah, literally. Yeah. His face was beat the whole movie. Yeah, and was looking good, so mm-hmm. period. All right, now, this is usually where I say something like, go ahead and watch this movie or something like that. <laughs> if If after listening to us discuss this movie, it sounds interesting to you, Please partake. But please understand. <laughs> the only thing more you're going to get out of watching my side piece hit the lotto that you didn't get out of this podcast <laughs> is you get to hear Deshaun's lines like from his mouth. They're funnier when yep. he says them. So mm-hmm. that's the only benefit you're really going to get. And you get put on to Pokey Bear's music, um, which I think is a plus. So. Yeah, that's it, y'all. I mean, watch at your own risk. That's what I'm going to say. Mr. It Ain't Fair. (laughs) Let's roll the music. All right, let's go. (laughs) Thanks for listening. To join in on the conversation, follow us on Twitter at TNCCPod and on Instagram at New Chitlin Circuit. And that's spelled C-H-I-T-L-I-N. And for the latest and greatest, check out our website at thenewchitlincircuit.com. Oh.